the What True Next podcast helps you build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lauren and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they loved for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader, always looking for your next free read, then the show's right. Hi, Kelsey. Welcome to What True Next podcast. Hi, thanks for having me, Laura. It's great to be here. So happy to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am Kelsey, and I am one of the co-hosts of the podcast Tea and Strumpets, which is a Regency romance review. So our podcast strictly deals with Regency romance, and we review a book each episode. We like to kind of mix it up. We do series. We do new reads. We do different diversity reads. We really try to mix it up. And once in a while, we are fortunate enough to have an author on the show with us. So we've had some great interviews over the years um, with Kerrigan Byrne, Olivia Waite. Um, for a Bridgerton episode, we actually got Tessa Dare, which was really exciting. Um, but yeah, so I am here today because if you want to know what to read next, I've got ideas. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. So talk to us about what led you to for your podcast. Tell us like, you know, about your story, like your origin story and <laughs> why should we listen to it, you know? Um, excellent. Yeah, so origin story is... <clears throat> I wish my co-host was here because we really go hand in hand together. So I got into romance novels when I was in college. A good friend of mine, we were book nerds together. We constantly give each other new books. She sent me a care package um, when I was away at school. And one of it was a book that her that she'd gotten from her mom. She's like, my mom was reading this and it was so, so fun. And she kept laughing. So I decided I wanted to read it. And I loved it and I want to send it to you. So that is the first step on my journey. And then it was reading the Bridgertons and it was reading Tessa Dare and Spindle Cove and all those other great ones, including Julie Ann Long's Penny Royal Green. Now, this is where the podcast comes in. So, well, where it will come in. So <laughs> Zoe and I met uh, when I was working with her. So I came down kind of for like a short internship for a job and she was like the co she was my main coworker, and we also lived together as well mm -hmm. and like upon first meeting zoe i was in her room and i saw her bookshelf and i was like you know we have a lot of the same books mm -hmm. <laughs> so then it became we have a lot of the same tastes we like a lot of the same things and one day she saw that i was constantly reading like new books and different books mm -hmm. and she asked me what i was reading mm -hmm just because she kind of was at a lull and was just interested in what to read. And I was like, oh, so this is actually a romance novel I read. And I guess at the time, Zoe was like, oh, yeah, I've tried them, not really liked them. And Zoe's like, I'd never even written. I don't think I'd ever read a romance novel. I just said that to be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but I suggest she's like, I was like, oh, well, if you're interested, I would suggest starting with the Penny Royal Green series by Julie Ann Long. I think the series has a lot of variety. It has really great characters because I will say with romance novels, especially if you're new, it's very easy to pick up one that might be jarring. You know, if you pick up an old one, you know, that's a different story. You kind of got to be prepared for that now in a day. You know, it's not, it's not the same stories that are being published today. <laughs> so there are a lot of alpha heroes with rapey tendencies. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so um, not wanting to frighten her off, I was like, all right, stick with this first, really because like Julianne Long, she's got great heroes, really feisty females, like outspoken, and also the plots themselves, just really interesting. Like some of them are like um Violet's book are like crazy and like adventurous and others are you know more subtle and calm but they all have really great elements to them and you get a really nice overarching story which culminates in Olivia and Lion's book at the very end which was very exciting because Zoe had caught up to the series by then and was waiting with me for Olivia and Lion's book so it was like very exciting for her when it came out just like it was for me and so while I was there with Zoe, I introduced her to romance novels and she actually introduced me to podcasts. So we would carpool to work together and she would always be playing a podcast. And so when I left working there, I was like, man, I really like these podcasts. So I became a podcast addict. And then Zoe approached me a few years ago and she said, I'm thinking about starting a podcast and I think it'd be really great if we reviewed romance novels. Mm -hmm. But since you are my romance novel person, it'd be really great if I could do it with you. So that is how Tea and Strumpets was born. And from there, we've got three years. We've just topped, we just, today of this recording, we just released our 105th episode. So we're really up there now. And it's been a really great experience for us. We've slowed down a little bit as far as how often we release episodes, life and stuff, but we're still very much, you know, enjoying it. And it's been really fun to meet fellow podcasters as well as authors in the romance community. It's been such a great way to really be involved in Romance Landia. Mm -hmm. And it's really offered us a lot of um, great experiences. Yeah, I think it's there's something to be said about podcasting. It's it's for a long time. I started in 2017. So the first couple of years, like it was like people were like, "Oh, okay, that's kind of cute. You got a you got a woman's podcast. You got a book recommendation. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cute." And then I don't know what happened, but I think probably the pandemic, probably Bridgerton, probably like you know all these different things, like mm -hmm. just became kind of like, "Oh, there's a podcast for this," you know? <laughs> and like, yeah. And it's like it's been great to see this growth, like for the past like three or four years of like all these mm -hmm. podcasting bouncing and there's like there's a little bit of everything there's like your podcast about regency and book reviews there's podcasts about author interviews there's podcasts about you know dissecting the show you know um and so yeah i know it's it's been really great to see all the different genres you know we were we were really happy because we're like is there already one about regency and it's like no i think we're good yeah. i think we're like the one yeah. which is like score yeah. of course now we have to deal with all the bridgerton podcasts and we're like hey we were here first yeah i know you have more professional backing but we were here first yeah, <laughs> you know like you have 105 episodes so you have longevity like there's Mm -hmm. to go back to like there's backlist titles they can go back to you know exactly and our thing is new and different too yeah. you know like that's one thing that like we like to focus on series that are established that are staples within the genre mm -hmm. but we also want to see what's new mm -hmm. like what are fun new books we've had a really great time experience um excuse me, we've had a really great time exploring uh, gay romance. Yeah. You know, that was something we'd never really like 
read before on our own, but it was fun because we wanted to push the envelope and we found amazing authors, KJ Charles, Kat Sebastian. Um, we just read A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. And oh my God, that was amazing. Like, and that was a trans romance, which was like, you know, we'd never even heard of such a thing. So it was so great and it was so well-written and it was so beautiful. Um, so it's just been really fun because those are not necessarily something we would normally gravitate to, but because we're thinking about our audience as well as just trying to represent and broaden our own horizons, you know, it's just been really great to push the envelope that way. I love it. Well, our personal envelopes anyway. Oh, <laughs> and so what's coming up next in the next few months? Like what, what can we look for? So in the next few months, so my co-host, she's not here today yeah. because she just gave birth to her second child. Yeah. Yay. And so we have a bunch of episodes we've pre-recorded. So we're going to be giving you a couple Maiden Lane episodes. So Maiden Lane is our newest series that we've been focusing on. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, we're reading the fourth book episode just dropped today as this recording which is thursday the 21st so that should be that'll be up and then we have one coming down the line later i believe in september that um is the fifth book and then we've also got some fun little happily ever after bridgerton episodes we're finishing up those so after we finished all the bridgerton books we started focusing on the happily ever afters if you don't know julia quinn wrote second epilogues for all the books and so we are Having We have cute little snippets about those as well as, and this is one I'm really excited for, and I'm not, I'm going to preview, I'm, I'm going to give you a teaser here. So in September, we are, we put together a list of books because we, we found it fun to do some list episodes. So our September episode is Hot for Teacher governess romances so like that will be airing in september just in time for back to school so um so yeah we're we were excited about that one we read a bunch uh we were looking through it and we're like oh that one kind of sounds good we'd read a few but there were some new ones too so which is always fun when we do a list episode it's like i haven't read that one yet um so yeah so kind of some new things coming out um We also had a chance to speak with the creators of Rational Creatures. Mm -hmm. This will be a bonus episode out in August. And they it's a web series on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And it is a modern day take on persuasion. And so um, and they've they've modernized it. It's LGBTQ um, themes. It's um, a Latina hero. It's um, so it's they've definitely modernized it in a nice way, in a cool way. So it was really nice to speak with them, especially since Jane Austen persuasion is getting a lot of love right now. So this is another take on that. And they will be, their second season is coming out sometime in August, I believe. And then, but if you are interested in that, their first series is also out too. Um, Their first season is out. So, so yeah, so that was fun to be able to talk with them. So <laughs> that was really exciting. I love this. And I love the fact you're like, you're on trend at the same time, like creating content. You're like, here we go. You know? Yeah, I didn't even know it. It was funny. They reached out to us and I was like, sure, why not? I don't even know what's doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. All right. So let's talk some book recommendations. What books do you want to recommend? Oh, so many, so many. Okay. So my first series I will recommend. Now, these are Regency romances. They are a bit heavier 
in like themes throughout the books, but they are so good. And so this is Jennifer Ashley's Mackenzie series um, on our podcast. One of our earlier episodes, like I think it was like episode 30 or something like that was on or maybe using earlier than that, but it was on the madness of Lord Ian McKenzie, which is the first book in the series, which was amazing. Like, I think it was one of the first books Zoe and I were like, I can't, I can't remember if we gave tens to, but we definitely like highly rated it. In fact, it's really funny because, uh, <laughs> uh, one of our patron perks is that we'll do a book discussion of a previous episode with our patrons of a certain tier. And so I decided to pick the madness of Lord Ian McKenzie as our first book topic in that discussion, because I loved the book so much and it was so very interesting. Um, the hero in that one is on the spectrum. Yeah. You know, it's it's not blatantly said, but it's very clear that he's on the spectrum. And um, it just made for a really fascinating read. And I gobbled up the rest of them. And in fact, actually, the fifth book in the series, which is about Elliot McBride. That's the name in the title. I think it's The subject- the Seduction of Elliot McBride is, I believe, the title. He'll be in the title. But it's the fifth book in the series. And it is beautiful. So it is written... Um, it's childhood sweethearts come together, but he has been, he's suffering from major PTSD from time in India. He was a prisoner for over a year. And, um, so he's suffering from major PTSD and there's also some other drama things happening, but he's trying to recoup his life in the wilds of Scotland, like with his, you know, childhood potential sweetheart. And um, it just, it starts really fast, but just the way the characters come together, the way the PTSD is kind of like those episodes are really like described, it's really beautifully done. And I, um, I was just really moved from it. I mean, I was like brought to tears through the book, like, and it's, it's very heavy and it's like, you know, it could be very triggering for some readers, but it, um, the book itself is just really awesome and so and then there's some lighter books too some more recent books that have come out in the series um are a little bit lighter and she's still writing books for the series too so it's not done yet yeah. <laughs> um so that's a really good one i also read so i'm doing the ripped bodice bingo for the summer yeah with um some friends of mine so i've read some fun ones um for the bingo um one of which is uh beck mcmaster's my lady quicksilver mm, tell me all about which that. is a steep so it's a steampunk paranormal okay <laughs> yeah so it's kind of fun so um that was kind of one it's like mid in the series but you could read it as a standalone there was a little bit of catching up as far as the world building was concerned mm-hmm. but you can catch on pretty quickly. So, you know, it's, so the top tier echelon is they're literally called the echelon um, is they're vampires, but specifically they're like, for them, a vampire is like a raging monster who has no control, but they're referred to as blue bloods because they um, have the blood craving disease. So they drink blood and they need it to survive and they get some like heightened, you know, they get typical vampire things like fast healing, heightened senses, things like that. Um, But they have like control, but then there's like 
the out of control, which is like a vampire attack. But there's also um, werewolves that are kind of mentioned in this book. But specifically, the werewolves are from, it's not like they turn into wolves, but it, they do have heightened sense of strength and, you know, other senses. But they're like the Nordic people so they're like tall and blonde you know so it's just really interesting and then you have the humans who kind of are mixed in but then you also have the people who are called mechs which have lost limbs and had them replaced with metal you know appendages so like that's that steampunky kind of yeah. element in there so um i had a lot of fun reading it i like paranormal romance when i'm not reading regency i tend to gravitate towards paranormal Cressley Cole, I've read like her Immortals After Dark series is what set me off. And they are good. They are hot. They are steamy. I haven't read one that wasn't hot and steamy. So like if your jam is just hot and steamy and you kind of like a little paranormalness, like, and you haven't read Cressley Cole, I'm not sure what you're doing. But if you like hot and steamy and aren't sure about paranormal, read Cressley Cole because she will convert you. <laughs> and um, she also wrote a really beautiful like duet of historic of Regency romance books. Mm -hmm. And they were so great. And she teased a third book and then it just never got contracted probably. And it was never written. And I'm like, I'm still mad about that. Every time I've read a book where it was like teasing the next book in the series, but then that never got published. I call it, I'm like, ah, they crustly cold us. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah, so that's some other ones. Some other fun ones I read. I'm trying to think too, because there were some contemporaries in there that I read too, that were just kind of fun. Oh, I read one series. I read a book out of one series called The Ivy Years. Um, let me pull up. Hang on. Let me pull up my Kindle library and see who wrote it. I'm really bad at remembering. I'm good. Oh, um. Serena Bowen, is she wrote oh, this. I read those. I read that series. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like about hockey yeah. and college and stuff like that. Yeah, the first one but I just, her. yeah. So this one is the year we hid away. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. Actually, I was like kind of skeptical. I read it because it fit in with my bingo square. So I was like, I need one for the bingo square. This looks like it'll work. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. So like the story itself was just really good. Um, oh, and then I read a really cute one, which was Digging Up Love by Chandra Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really fun. It's a modern day, it's a contemporary, and he's a paleontologist, and she's trying to get out of small town nothing, and her grandparents discover dinosaur bones in their backyard. And she's like an aspiring baker with like trying to get to Chicago and so it's really cute like there were some frustrating moments in it but I thought it was really cute and I liked the characters so <laughs> that sounds so good I love these recommendations um I have started Cressley Cole the first the, the novella I guess that's the first one in Immortal After Arc and I did mm-hmm. and I was told that I just need to start another book and I was like okay we're just like I it's it's getting there I know it's getting great reviews people loved it but I'm like, I just could not connect with the first book. And so I was told to start with Lafair, Lafair, Lafair I think that's why. Um, 
Lafayette, that's a that's an older one. Yeah. Do you have that's like I mean that's not an older one. That's like a like mid level. Yeah. So I don't know. Um that was interesting. F- but what's your suggestion yeah. where to start if you didn't like novella? Okay, so my suggestion is um so it's actually on my bookshelf somewhere. Um <laughs> um I would start with I believe it's like the third one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or maybe I started with the second one. I can't remember. I can tell you, if you read the description, I can tell you that the hero is a werewolf. Okay. And the heroine is a Valkyrie. Okay. So whichever one that's, it's like within the first five, it's very early on and it's the werewolf and the Valkyrie. That one was fun because she's totally hates him and he like, you know, it's got, it's very alpha hero vibes and stuff like that, but it's so funny because she's like this strong warrior and she doesn't ever want to be made. And he's like, yeah, but you're my mate. And she's like, yeah, but you can't touch me. And it's so great because he literally like, she's always running from him and he's like, you know, I like it when you run <laughs> like, but it's just really funny. Cause like, it's not, um, but you know, like, you know, at the flip side, like she captures him at some point, you know, mm-hmm. and he's locked away and like, you know, so it's just really um, that one was, I think, the first one I read of the series, mm-hmm. and that, and then I went back and I read the novella, and I think I read the one after that. But like, yeah, Werewolf and Valkyrie, really great. And once you read that one, you're gonna like, I think you get a little bit more of the world in that yep. one, so you actually like kind of know the characters more. So it's really easy to read the next few because the characters kind of all tie in together. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, oh, but I want to know what happens. Like, what's You'll be like, I don't know if I want to read the next one. You're like, oh, but it's this girl. Okay, I kind of want to know what her story is, you yeah. know? So, um, and that's what gets you. And then you're like 13 books in and you're like, are we done yet? <laughs> no, we're waiting for Monroe. We're waiting for Monroe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Waiting for Monroe. Waiting for, I just like, I don't think she's going to do it. But like, I want Nyx to have a book. I want Nyx to have a book. She's in every single book and she is such a fun character. And I'm like, I want to know what happens to her. I also want to know what happened to the, I want to have, I want to know if the queen of the Valkyries ever gets released from the bottom of the ocean. These are things I want to know. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. So pretty. Yeah. So they get, they get pretty wild, but yeah, I'd start there. All right. That's a good start. So that's like, it's an early book, but at the same time I can actually, figure things out so yeah that one's definitely more in depth so you definitely get a little bit more of the world awesome all right so tell us where you can find you online so you can find us we are at t is and tom and is in nancy strumpets on instagram and twitter you can find us on facebook slash t is and tom and is in nancy strumpets our website is romancepod.com and yeah that's kind of where you can find us. We're everywhere. We're on YouTube. If you look up tea and strumpets. So we're pretty consistent with our naming. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you can tune in wherever you listen to your podcast. Yes. And we're everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Kelsey, for making the show. Thank you so much. It was great being here. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For a list of books mentioned and other romance recommendations, please visit whatterenextblog.com. 
Did you know you can purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore? With Libro.fm, you can pick up more than 250,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from real booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company, you know the name. But you'll be part of a different story, one that supports your local community. If you're new to audiobooks, there's a perfect way to squeeze into more reading to your busy life. Listen with the free Libro.fm app while you do your chores, walk your dog, relax at home. The Watch Read Next podcast has a special offer for our listeners. Get two audiobooks on Libro.fm for the price of one with your first month of membership. Use code WHATTOREADNEXT. This offer is only valid for new members in Canada and the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.